0: good morning and happy thursday to you um my apologies that earlier in this week when we attempted i had a little difficulty because i was on my cell phone and it decided it wasn't going to cooperate with being in the sun it overheated and that stopped our Thing. So we're going to continue our talk today on masculinity, um, cultural and historical influences on masculinity and where we are. Good morning, call.
1: Hey, 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 how we doing? How's everybody doing out there today?
0: Well, I got something to tell you.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So just a few years ago, um my mother and father received a message that said it's a girl uh-huh not it not she will decide later
1: it's a girl <laughs> it's a girl okay
0: and somehow amazingly i have lived up to that reputation
1: you definitely are a girl yes you are
0: it's amazing how that happens isn't
1: it amazing how that happens socialization they tell me socialization Oh, is that what it was? That's that's what they tell. That's what they say nowadays. It's because of socialization. Not because you really are a girl, but we brainwashed you into thinking you were a girl.
0: (laughs) Oh, so all of that anatomical stuff is just like they got Barbie wrong or something.
1: (laughs) They definitely got Ken wrong. They definitely got Ken wrong. Well...
0: Sometimes in our culture, it makes me wonder, but that's another story. Another story. That's that's actually, let's, let's start there.
1: <laughs> we don't have to.
0: <laughs> no, we can start there because I think Ken is a great example of the mindset that some have about gender and male and female. Okay. Um, for those of y'all, I don't know where you've been and you don't know, but... Ken is kind of like an anatomical mystery or something. Um, and I get that because, you know, you don't give little kids too much to go Information. With, but, no. but funny thing that they didn't have that problem with Barbie. Oh, wait, anyway, hey, whatever. So. Um, Did we get cut off? Okay, sorry. It. There you go. What? Always freezes when we start. I think it they're trying to tell us something. That. Yeah, yeah they're, they're trying to get us. So, um, so even with Barbie and Ken, there is a distinct difference. Um, and and somewhere in our culture, we are. Um, we're in a culture now that is kind of pushing androgyny, if you will.
1: Definitely pushing it.
0: Um and it doesn't work for me. I don't know about you, but that doesn't work for me.
1: Well, I think I think let's 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 start talking about it from this standpoint here.
0: Okay, there go is, for it. there is
1: there is a culture there's a vain, there's a vain culture of and I don't want to say culture of death, but but there's definitely a culture of the non-essentiality of life. And what I mean by that is we are being told or, or, or the world is trying to convince us that being alive or living is not an essential thing. You ain't got to live. You ain't got to be alive. And what I mean by that is we are devaluing life from the stages of birth to the stages of time to die. We're devaluing life. We are making it to where people don't want to reproduce. Our birth rates are ridiculously low. And I'm talking about all over the Western world. Birth rates are ridiculously low. And and the things that we're involved in culturally are not conducive to reproduction. The other day I was talking to somebody. I want you to hear but they right want to go
0: find somebody else's kid though. Yeah.
1: Well, check this out right quick. I heard this the other day, if this statistic was applied to anything else, it would be called something different. Listen to this. They said that three times that black blacks are three times more likely to end up aborted than white children. Black children are three times more likely to end up aborted than black children. All right? Now, apply that to any other statistic and tell me what you would you call it. If they said black men were three times more likely to go to jail than white men, you would say it's racism. If they said that black men were three times more likely to uh, get AIDS than white men, they would say it's racism. If they said black men were three times more black folks are three times more likely to die of heart disease, they call it racism. When they say black babies are three times more likely to be aborted than white babies, they call it the choice. I, I, I don't get it. And what's going on here is culture has, our culture has so devalued life that it doesn't matter. And our weakest water black preachers are more interested in talking about stuff that doesn't matter than talking about things that really are a reflection of an oppressive society. How are you gonna get up in your pulpit and tell me that there's a system that's trying to destroy me and kill me and then invite politicians to your church that are
0: perpetuating genocide in the birth canal. Well, it, it's, it's been such a moving train because it started when they first started pushing birth control, where was the first place they went? To the black church.
1: Don't, don't to yeah. the, black, the black community in general. Exactly. Yeah, but they
0: used the church. They used what? the church as because where else you have a group of people sitting in one place where you can have everybody's attention. They went right into the church to tell them, Oh, you can have a better life if you have less children. So let's help you have less children. Right. Um, so this is, this is a moving train that has come to this point where genocide is, is on a whole other level.
1: Um, Here's the thing, but that has only worked with black people in Western societies. They try to take these same solutions, European countries try to take these same solutions, abortion included, and use them in Africa. I mean, I saw this debate one time, oh, yeah, and, the they... sister, and the sister told the white woman, we don't want the Eurocentric solution of abortion in Africa. We don't want to kill our babies. Yes, we might have it hard in Africa. Yes, we may not have all of the advancement that you have, but we're not, gonna, we're not
0: killing our babies. Well, they also value the family, the extended family, which is a very Afrocentric um, thing versus the European individuality. So it's, it's, been, um, it's been a different sale in the US because we have bought the more Western mindset of my four and no more. And that has, has changed how we see the larger family, because if you look back in your own family, two generations, three generations ago, they would still have children. Like, why did nobody have so many children? They they were still reproducing, and you know, a lot of that was they had the land, they you know, farming. There were they, you know, a lot of that was different. So when when uh, people left the South and went to the North, and they're living in apartments. You start seeing them have less but not really a whole lot less because some of the people in the yeah, are still having
1: a lot of children. Yeah, so I don't I don't wanna blame this so I don't wanna blame this on the imposition of Western society on, on Well Africans. it's it's a I mean,
0: mindset. It's well, a mindset yeah, that I think that that has progressed to this point.
1: Now I, I, w- I will tell you that here's the problem with that. There were plenty of white folks in Western society having plenty of kids. They still are. Not, What's the right. chick on TV
0: got seven, eight kids? Yeah,
1: it's not. It's not Western society that that's doing that. And and there's plenty of extended families. There's a Catholic gentleman I know named Lou. Lou is 90 years old. His great great grandchildren come and visit him every mm-hmm. year. That the, the family is very much intact. The problem is, is that the gender roles, the Western the, the, Western liberalization of gender roles has caused the problem. We don't, we we, we, we want to attribute it to Western society in general, but it's not Western society or individuality that is toxic. It is the severe upheaval of concepts, gender concepts, gender role concepts that are really destroying families.
0: Yeah, and when I say that, I don't mean maybe I need to clarify that I don't mean Western society in general, but it is Western society that has basically sold this concept, if you will.
1: It's Um, nihilistic. It's it's nihilistic society. It's a a nihilism. It's again, it's it's not. I I I just want you to really, I want you to really kind of grasp this. There is. There is a concept even in the West, of. An extended family there's a concept even in the west of an intact nuclear family right it's when these things start getting broke down that we have a problem they want the village to take over when they have decimated the nuclear family to the point to where you need outside help I don't believe it takes a village to raise a child more so than I believe it takes a parent and that parent might need help from time to time but it takes more of a parent to raise a child than it does a village me and the village don't share. We don't share the same values. If the village believes that well, men can be men can be women of, and women can be men, yeah. but we, see, don't, we don't we don't share whole, the same values.
0: Well, I, I still stick by the village, but I want to I want to defend the village as now your community of faith. Um, that may be the difference in in the culture that we live in now. That there is much more significance and importance to staying connected to your community of faith because whereas in years past you could really anybody up and down your street may have had very similar values but now because we are dispersed we live you know amongst neighbors that come from all kinds of ideologies I'm gonna I'm gonna say that your community of faith is what becomes your village if you
1: will. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll give you that. H- however, you want to define the village, but even now, even I family. will say
0: this. Now, let me let me take that to even to task. Um, I see that even changing because when I was coming up, you know, I I have you know friends that we grew up together, but now we kind of live all over the country, and mm-hmm. I'm always amazed at the the pieces of what we were raised with that we all seem to have retained. And then the pieces that we all kind of start having a little bit of a different take on. And I, I can't say if that's geographic. I can't say if that's personal theology. But there are some core things that we all pretty much hone in on and say, yes, we still stand by these principles. Well, name some, name say, some of
1: those core things. Name some of those core things.
0: Um, that we all still stand by? Yeah,
1: you don't have to name all of them, just, just you know, two or three of them.
0: Um, the Bible is right.
1: <laughs> okay, that's they don't stand, they don't really stand by that. Go on. Go on. No,
0: no, but well, my people, now I can't speak for, you know, broad, but but most of the people that that I came up with, but you have to remember who my core people are, though. Uh-huh. Um actually my core people are are pretty, you know, we we're, we're pretty deep in the water. So, you know, we're not floating on the shallow end. Um but you know some of those principles traditional families um they're going to be uh extended family the importance of male leadership in the family in mm-hmm. the community okay. um there's a philanthropic piece you know this if you want to call it alms or charity whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um some some component of community service community interaction um those those are the pieces that, that affect how we live out what we believe and how we also interact with others to share our faith and mm-hmm. So it, it you know, there, I've got I've got friends that I mean, I if I dropped my son off at their house today, I would trust that that his uh, the things that he was being exposed to and taught which still very close. They may not be exact, but they would still be very close to what I attempt to maintain. Okay. All, right. all um,
1: right.
0: So that's that village kind of thing that we once had. I mean, because, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, when I was coming up, my dad didn't really let me out of his sight very much at all. At all, right. ever. But when we went to the national meetings... My dad would say, here's, you know, he'd give me some dollar bills and he would say, all right, I'm going back to the room. Remember the address, write it down if you need to. Have a good time. I'll see you in the morning. That's why you should
1: have kept me on the site more often than that. No,
0: no, 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 no. (laughs) Because remember back then, think about it. Back then, there was still a semi-trust that you were safe at the meeting because it was full of saints.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: And so I, he gave me the dollars so I could go from courtesy car to courtesy car. So I went from service to musical to service, to choir rehearsal to musical to, I, like, I went somewhere everywhere. That was like freedom time for me because that was the one time that my daddy said, wherever she goes, there are gonna be some saints there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in in his mindset that was sufficient because there was still enough trust amongst being amongst the saints that even though there might be somebody out of line there's still enough saints there that nobody's gonna harm my child Mm -hmm. that was you know that was the the context in which he understood allowing me that liberty because the Saints had taken over Memphis. It, where, where was I going to go to bring up Saints? Right. And so the courtesy cars were, you know, my transportation. So that was like his relaxed time because, you know, he knew I wasn't going nowhere but to the musical and the choir rehearsal or something, on service.
1: So right.
0: He knew I was going to come looking for him when it was time to eat because I wasn't going to spend my, my courtesy car money eating. Right. So he knew when I got hungry I'd show back up
1: right so well now let's 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 uh, let's take you back So that's the village.
0: Dog. You know what I mean? Right. That's the and, well, and, and in, I, that, I that in that, that, that is knowing that there would be men everywhere that I went uh-huh. and that the mindset of a man is is that protector component
1: Okay, now we're talking about that. Now, we, now we're where, where, where I want to go. We're Do you
0: understand? About, Am I connecting the dots? Better yeah,
1: I'm talking about g- gender roles. That's the question. Yeah, I'm because to that, that is a change. gender
0: piece. Because right. the church used to have men in the church.
1: That's right. That, that, and that's the, that's the thing. The gender roles have changed, they have drastically changed. You're going to have gender roles changing when you have uh, two generations of boys in a row, by and large, raised by women. And, 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 and the thing that kills me is this. I don't understand why women can't connect the dots. Y'all are so smart with everything else. Y'all can't connect, connect these dots. Okay, it's not if all you, of us. If you, if you, com- you complaining and saying, oh, these boys, these men ain't nothing. These men are terrible. And then someone says, well, who raised them? And the response is, well, they daddy would not there. I get that, okay, but who raised them? If these guys still are garbage, who raised them? Who made these terrible men? Who told these men you can't trust women? Who taught these men that you got to dog them out in order to get your way with them? Who taught these men this? What example did they see? Who was informing these boys to be these terrible guys? Somewhere so, are you this, saying
0: it's the mother's example? I'm trying to figure out where you're going.
1: I'm going somewhere with it. I'll, let's figure it out. Let's okay. figure it out. Let's figure but, out well,
0: because I'm going to tell you what my. I don't I'm have a conclusion. To... I don't have a conclusion. Okay. Let's figure it out. I'm trying to stay with, with your thought process. Uh-huh. But my reflex action. Yes. My reflex uh-huh, is uh-huh. um as a single mother.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I
0: can say that, you know, these men are not trying to um step up in some ways. And 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 I get the component of okay. you know, that's not my child, I don't want to be a stepfather or whatever. All right. All right. But this
1: and and, and Marva, the, the the point is, I'm, I'm I,
0: trying to I'm trying to.
1: Here, here's the thing. The thing is, I give you that. These they might not be there, but they still got these guys still got to be raised, right? Who is doing the raising? Have,
0: but but that. But we're back to what I'm saying. If there, if if men in the community are not willing to be of some sort of. <sighs> of example, impact, anything. Because once upon a time, men in the community did that. They were interactive in the community with other males in the community. Now they be like, that's not my problem. You know, I uh, uh, I, I wanna say men have become selfish and self-absorbed as as the old folks say, they belly gazing.
1: I I agree, but here's the problem with that. The generation of men you are talking about, were raised by women. They have these feminine qualities. They have this vanity. They have this selfishness that is uniquely cute when a woman does it, but when a man does it, it equals bad things. I just, I, I'm trying to get okay, to I'm the really- Okay, unpack that, because, unpack that, because see, okay.
0: I, I, if I say it, it sounds wrong, so I need you All to right. unpack that. Here's,
1: here's unpacking it. If the decision, if, if, if the if the issue is, These men are not doing anything to help bring up the next generation of men. It's probably because they don't know what to do. If they don't know what to do, it's probably because they didn't have any male influence. So the conclusion is the men are not there. Okay, you got it. These guys are trifling. I give it to you. High five you want on that one. The problem is the job still has to be done. If you're in school and you have a group assignment and a group assignment is to write a paper and you have somebody in your group that doesn't wanna participate in writing that paper, you still, someone has to still write that paper. It still has to get done. The child still has to be raised. And the child can be raised successfully because we've seen examples of single women raising children uh, successfully, but by the same token, we see more examples of them not doing a good job, and the point I'm making is, if these men ain't no good, they got that way for a reason, and it, and the, and the answer ain't just because well ain't no man around.
0: So, are you saying that that you feel like women discourage them from their manhood?
1: Oh, I'm not. I haven't even got to that point yet. Just I, saying, let's go for I'm, it. I'm, I mean, I'm 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 saying that women can't raise men because I I can see
0: a lot of time. I agree with that. I, I, I for see the most a lot part. of times men that that, you know, you leave it available and, them, and and open for them to walk in, you know, the male man role and they don't they know what to bow mean. out. They bow exactly. out gracefully.
1: They have no <laughs> Sometimes idea. Sometimes not to do. gracefully. That's right. Because
0: they they I, I mean and and I guess in me I wanna think that there's something in them that knows <laughs> what it should look like, but they may not know how to get from point A to point B.
1: Well, they don't. They don't. And what I'm saying to you is... What and I mean? think sometimes
0: it's a fear of failure. I think they fear failing at it.
1: I, that's fine. What I'm saying is, regardless of the cause, whether she kicked the daddy out of the life or the daddy ran away because he was scared, the point is these boys are still raised by somebody. And if the problem you're saying as a woman is that these young men that I talk to nowadays, they don't respect women or they don't care about women or they don't this, that and the third, the question I always ask is why is that? Who raised them to be that way? How can another woman raise a man child that don't respect women? Unless something about how she raised them is encouraging him not to respect women. Maybe, she's, maybe, maybe she talks about, maybe she spends her days and nights talking about how, how trifling these hoes are. Or as a, another woman talking about women. Or, or she says something negative about women all the time. The boy hears it. And maybe, or maybe the mother, instead of, uh, you know, teaching the boy to grow up, love him to death, literally, and not love him to life. And this trifling joker, thinks that his job is to be taken care of by some woman for the rest of his life whatever well, is going and on and when
0: when i think it has something to do a lot of times too with mama's priorities cuz if mama's priorities are the club every weekend i mean what is what is she what message is she giving her son about you know the type of woman he should be seeking and the type of environment he should want for himself this, and for
1: his family. this is exactly and this is this is what i'm this is exactly what i'm saying this is exactly what i'm saying so when i say it's not an insult when i say to you yo if you want to know why the boys are jacked up see who's raising them that means something now marva i will say that you are the exception to the rule but here's the reason why you're an exception to that rule you were raised by a man Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. If there's a buzz about it, your father raised you, but you still had your mother around. So you, you basically had the involvement of two parents for the most of your life. Even well, then I had
0: my grandparents too. So I, that, I, had, that, to the right. I had to extend family. You had to extended family. I had to extend my aunts, my uncles. I had <laughs> to extend the extended family.
1: And you had men that were in proper dro- uh, uh, proper gender roles. So when you raised right. your son, you raised your son with an acknowledgement of gender roles not mad at men, not feeling cheated by men, not feeling victimized by all men. So you don't have that stuff going in your stew when you're raising your boy. You're not putting that poison in them. You're not putting that mess in them. You're not putting that, 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 your, your issues in them. By the same token, you're not dogging out girls in front of your son because you raised your daughter. So you are an, exe- you, you are an exception to that rule. And I think you would say, you can know by being in Atlanta, that single mothers in your same situation ain't nothing like you. No, not at all. Not at all, right? So let
0: me, let me double down on that and say one of the things that I feel like um, happens with women and the way they interact is this sense of being unprotected. Okay. Um, because one of the things that, that I noticed just in talking with women, they may not say it, but it's kind of an undertone, if you will, mm-hmm. because I was raised protected. Like, I, I, didn't, I never felt unprotected. Right. As a matter of fact, you know, there are all these men around me, so nobody was going to bother with me because they knew I had, I had a pack, you know. Right, right. My posse didn't play, period. And so I, I grew up feeling very protected, and I think um, what happens for women when they feel unprotected is that they are raised with a um, a need to develop some kind of mechanism to keep themselves safe, and that is what builds into a lot of the 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 mannerisms and the habits that they have in their life because they. At it's undertow, they know they want a man, but they can't navigate what kind of man, they can't navigate uh, the expectations they should have of a man, and all of that has to do with that being unprotected.
1: What, well, well, here's the question. The question becomes this. How can you have certain expectations of a man if the society that you are learning to exist in is telling you, hey, baby, you don't need a man. A woman without a, a woman without a man is like a fish without a bicycle. When you get when you when when Is that what like, they're saying now? That's a, that's a, that's Gloria Steinem. That's from the that's from the 70s. That's old stuff. You should have heard that when you were, you were back in school. Anyway.
0: Sir, I, I was not exposed to, to such <laughs> I was point, taught how to fry chicken, okay?
1: Right. The point I'm making, while the point I'm making is we are in a situation to where the gender roles have been so terribly distorted that now we send our daughters out looking for men and we send our sons out looking for moms. That's the problem, that's the problem. And, and these women don't have the sense to know when they not raising a man, but they raising either their boyfriend or their next girlfriend. If I see another mother walk around here with some flaming, eccentrically feminine boy, I'm gonna scream. So sick well, You and might as go on
0: and scream I'm
1: so sick and tired.
0: <laughs> you of, might as go on and
1: scream. Oh, these women raising boys to be chicks and girls is killing me.
0: Arching that? eyebrows. That's that I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: I'm so sick and tired of it. And then, me? and then nowadays, and I and I remember this. For a minute, I was assistant. I was a, I was a coach. I was I worked as a as an assistant coach. Uh, for uh, a college tennis team. Uh, HBCU. And all the guys I had on my team, for the most part, didn't have a father. Mm. For the most part. So when I'm talking to them. I'm saying, hey, man, you know, I'm talking to them. You know, like, I'm talking to them the way that I was talked to in terms of when I was being trained and stuff. They can't handle it. No, like, they can't handle it. These guys are soft and sensitive. They,
0: they can't handle it. No, they,
1: they, they can't handle it. And, they, and I'm sitting here like, they what's go what cry. Wrong? Yeah, they go cry. Yeah. They go cry. And when they go cry, all that happens is that now we got to deal with this emotional child.
0: And nobody's playing tennis.
1: And nobody's playing tennis, <laughs> right,
0: right. Right, I, I told I told See, when I come up, you done got hit with them balls. You gonna cry? Yeah, it's,
1: exactly.
0: You gonna cry? <laughs> C- catch a ball,
1: here. I, I, told, I, told, I, told, I told, told you guys one time, I said, look, 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 fellas. I said, you out there by yourself. Ain't nobody gonna help you. You, you gotta take every shot yourself.
0: And, you know, once upon a time, sports really kind of upped the ante. Because sports, you you know, there was a time that I wouldn't date a man that didn't play sports.
1: Um, You are are 6'3", (laughs) Marvin.
0: Stop it. (laughs) Well, that was only one piece of it. One piece of it was that was where the tall guys were. They had played sports. But the other component of that is I saw – Sports build a confidence in them. Uh huh. Um, men who play sports, or women, anybody who plays sports, but we're talking about men right now. People right. that play sports, men especially, learn how to, to vie for opportunity. They learn how to take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. They learn how to readjust when the opportunity doesn't work out and mm-hmm. anticipate the next opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that always, for me, set in motion a very um, successful mindset, if you will, mm-hmm. to know that you be prepared for the opportunity. You take the opportunity, even if the opportunity doesn't work, you be prepared for the next opportunity. That sense of um, continuation um, was something I always felt like was a positive. In um, the men I wanted around me, because I always felt like if if it doesn't work out, they'll they'll figure it out, they'll make it happen, and I always liked that, um, and I always felt like sports did that in a way that other things didn't do.
1: So you, you felt know? that you felt that people who play sports had some of the natural gender role tendencies that you were attracted to. And you did not have to go and search to find out if they had them. They already had them. Interesting. Now, the problem is, these boys nowadays don't have those same gender role tendencies. You take a man like LeBron James, and you compare him to a guy like Michael Jordan. Or the middle between the two, the bridge, Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan is hyper-masculine. Kobe Bryant is... You know, he's kind of tough. LeBron James is weak, but he's excellent. He has more gifts, physical gifts and talent, physical gifts than any of them. But he doesn't have the same mentality. There's a devolution going on. There's a devolution of manhood going on.
0: You are saying he doesn't have the same mentality, or he doesn't have the, have the same, same mentality? It, the same go get it.
1: that's. that's, that's, that's that's either way, same thing. Okay. I, I, I'm not, I'm not differentiating between the two. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't have the same mentality that those gentlemen have. And Kobe really didn't have the same mentality that Jordan had, but he had a lot of gifts. And it's like the more gifted that these guys get, the more, oh, you know, the easier the thing happens for them, comes to them, but the strength that, 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 that really makes a man a man it seems to be seeping out of us. The, now, do you this. think
0: that that has to do with us being way too indoors? In might.
1: What I do know is that statistics show that my father's generation had more testosterone than my generation, and my generation has more testosterone than the generation that's after it. We are literally, we're losing, literally losing testosterone as we go on, we're, de- we're devolving. We are devolving in the Western world. I don't know if the same thing exists in other places like Africa or the Middle East, but in the Western world, we you know, are devolving. It's very
0: interesting because I will say this. Um, African men um, seem to be very uh, laid back and, and almost docile. But from where? From, from like the the West Coast. Hmm. But if situations come up, you will—they will rise to the occasion. I mean, you hmm. know, they just have a very laid-back kind of um, presentation.
1: Hmm. But
0: if, if they feel like you know there's a threat, they they will rise up. Um, well,
1: when you feel comfortable, like in Ghana, I guess if you feel comfortable. You don't have the reason to uh, rise up. But if you feel like you're going to be accosted, then you might be a little bit more hyper, hyperly masculine. There's something about the, the fight or flight, that uh, really kind yeah. of brings out the man to somebody.
0: Have you, um, have you read? I don't know if you, if you had a chance to read uh, Dr. Goodman's book on good enough male mentoring.
1: I can't say I've read it though.
0: No. Okay. Um, I think you can download it online. I've I've kind of
1: peeked at it a little it? bit. You got, you got a link I'll, for yeah, it? Yeah,
0: I'll see if I can find a link for it and add, attach you,
1: attach it uh, to this to this to, to, to this right here. Yeah.
0: Um, I um I haven't looked at it because I took his class on. Um, mentoring and counseling black men so i think right. that it, it's probably some of the similar stuff that was in the class
1: i wanted to take that class um, instead i took i took family systems and and and, inter- and, and interdependency roles uh when you I know doing, what it was it track. was a
0: very interesting class because there were more women in the class than men and Really, it was very interesting to see how the women responded to what he was saying about why men respond the way they do. Like, why men walk away um, from their children because they don't want to deal with the issues of the mother Mm. and how the mother, you know, challenges their being interactive in their child's life. And, and like, it was really interesting to watch. how women had had more struggles in understanding you know those kinds of concepts like it's not that men don't want to be a part of their child's life like they couldn't get that because they were so stuck on well he's not there Mm
1: -hmm. versus
0: okay he's not there in response to how he has to interact with you and he doesn't want to do that in front of his child nor does he want to do that period um and, and it you know it was I mean it was a semester of um, really talking about how men process um, behavior and interaction and how that affects the outcomes that you get mm-hmm. um, And the men in the class were really um, it was very interesting to see how the men, they wanted to be in a male space because they felt like it was going to be a male class, but then there mm-hmm. were you know more women in the class than men, and right. so it kind of shifted like the conversation into trying to really explain things mm-hmm. that the men kind of all seemed to get amongst themselves. It was mm-hmm. really interesting to watch the the communication dynamic in that uh-huh. class mm-hmm. um, and to see how men um, really really want things to just be at ease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that somewhere along the way, I think, especially women of a brown hue, <laughs> they they want to create a sense of, I don't even know what you would call it, disturbing the system, if you will, to get a mechanism to happen versus the fact that men just kind of really want <sighs> to just progress, and move along. Does that well,
1: make sense? I, I, I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't know if men are, I don't know if that's the thing more so than men don't like change, sudden change. Uh, but even in that particular standpoint there, I would think that uh, men are more, more comfortable with stable situations, and women are probably more comfortable with um, ubiquitous changes. Let me have some if, if,
0: if that's who they are.
1: If that's who they are, that's, that's true. It,
0: because, you know, like, well, me and my daughter, for example, um, one of the things that she and I both get accused of is just being able to be okay. Because we're, we were raised in stability. Right. We, were right, raised, right. You know, we weren't raised in this here and there and yon. We were raised in stability.
1: Right.
0: right. Um, so we kind of expect stability. Like, if you're unstable, that's
1: that's not gonna work. <laughs> well, well, here's that's my here's, here's my thing. <laughs> my thing is, when we sit around and we try to figure out for ourselves, you know, how our interaction with each other produces the results that we get, we are never very honest with ourselves about it. For example, men never say, "I don't have the ability to tolerate." the constant, you know, nagging. I don't have the ability, I, can, I, I can't tolerate that. I, 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 I can't deal with that. Instead of saying, telling the truth about that, men will, will say, well, you know, you know, sometimes things happen and I'm just not real. I just don't really want to kind of deal with certain things. Then, men or they go talk,
0: get milk and never come back.
1: Yeah, well... Men, <laughs> men will talk around the subject with a woman in order to protect her feelings, whereas the mm. same man will talk to a man and be very, very, very direct. Is it to
0: protect her feelings or not to hear her go off the deep end?
1: Maybe both. Maybe to protect her feelings and, and protect his ears. It may be because there is a benefit, a side benefit uh, of not putting your woman in a situation to where she has to be in combat with you because it's kind of hard to get any loving from that woman if um, you guys are at odds because you decided today was the day you were gonna vent all your concerns. But see, I okay. I'm going
0: somewhere,
1: big, going somewhere big with this from Barbara. Hang on. Okay. So what happens is there is a, there's a, there's a subtle benefit that men have for keeping peace with the women in their life. This is why Mm. oftentimes women who get involved in relationships with other women, they always end up with so much domestic violence. There is no incentive to keep the peace when you're involved with another woman because she ain't got nothing that you ain't already got. So, you know, brother be like, if I argue with this woman, I might not get no kisses tonight. I mean, I have access to her tonight. Another woman be like, if I argue with my woman, well, it don't matter. <laughs> I'll fight without. I, I don't have any reason not to argue with her. And so that's why. That's why. That's why I've noticed that some of these, these domestic partnerships, these woman-to-woman partnerships, they're so violent. They're so, like, instantly filled with conflict they fight so much
0: but okay so i need to go back to i hear what you're saying i hope but i think
1: every man knows what i meant when i said that
0: no (laughs) i i know i i get it i get what you're saying but i also think that that has to do with with the personality of the person too um and the reason why i say that because if you have good communication in your relationship and you talk well, and you communicate well in a way that doesn't always seem confrontational, Mm -hmm. Um, the goal is to have a happy home. And in a happy home means that that you should not, um, even if there are some things that you have to be um, light and ginger when you address them, the fact that that you feel like you can't communicate well with the person that you're sharing the rest of your life with is problematic out the gate. All right. Um, So to that charge, I would say that a lot of times when you are selecting a companion or you are um, dealing with someone, those clues are there as to what their communication style is, how well they handle crisis. How well they handle critique, you yeah. know. If, 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 for example, um, you know, if you're fixing eggs and the man says, you know, I don't like my eggs this way. Okay, well, tell me how you want your eggs, because that can be that can be changed, that can be improved, that can be done differently. But now, if he just get up and throw the eggs in the trash because like, I don't want that, okay then y'all you're on a bad way of communicating so i think it's all about how you um learn to communicate in your because if you have poor communication in your relationship then what are y'all doing it's it's Hmm. not it you have to you have to have something that makes what you share with each other different from what you share with anybody else in the world
1: all right hence why women don't do well together Go ahead. There is no difference. There ain't no difference between what you got with her and what you got with every other woman in the world. Hallelujah. Oh, but anyway, it's a whole different story. Go ahead, finish. You know what?
0: One. You just can't. Can you can't? You can't. So, so I think that a lot of times the way we um, prioritize what we're looking for in companionship. Yeah. has everything to do with the perceptions we have about the gender roles. Okay. And there definitely is a difference in how men communicate and how women communicate. But I think what what they are supposed to do is nourish each other. And if that communication is in a certain way, um, so that those two individuals can communicate about it, then it should not create a chaos that is perpetual and all the time. That's not to say people won't get angry, people won't get upset, but how you handle that is very essential. Because you're not talking about like for the next week; you're talking about forever, forever, ever, forever,
1: forever ever. Right, right. And and but the issue is, the issue is Marvel, I just, I really think, in my heart of hearts, that when we start talking about the things that make men masculine. And the way men are brought up nowadays, these two things ain't walking hand in hand. And there's a reason why they're not walking hand in hand. There's a reason why we're not raising a lot of masculine men nowadays. There's a reason why uh, in our small community, we have such a large portion of them that are uh, homosexual and things of that nature. You know, it's amazing to me they say that uh, homosexuals make up about two percent of the country, about two percent of the country. But the percentage of homosexuals in our community is much more than two percent.
0: I was going to say, where are they getting those numbers?
1: Uh, those are those are those are uh, government statistics, census records. Yeah, well, good, census records and estimates. Nobody always you, people don't always put their sexual preferences on these forms.
0: Well, that's my whole point. Yeah.
1: But uh, but but trust me, if it was. If it was as high as 10%, our societal numbers would be dwindling. I mean, our, our, our birth rate is already ridiculous as it is. It'd be 10 times worse. Can you imagine if 10% of your population was not producing, was, was, was unable to reproduce? Period. Just automatically, by preference? Wouldn't well, that would have no babies? By so, preference. <laughs> by preference. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, you know that 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 is the um that is the thing that I I think you know my daddy used to always say he said I never thought I would live to see a day that people would argue that the, that a man should marry a woman. Right. right <laughs> he said right. I I just never thought that would ever be a topic of conversation. Like, like, how can it, How
1: how can this be how can this be a point counterpoint? Like how how what? But nowadays, but amazingly,
0: they always want to raise children. That uh, that that's the fascinating early um, recruitment,
1: early early on set recruitment That's exactly again. what
0: it is. It's a simulation. It's early. It's early um, preparation and a simulation.
1: I, I don't. I don't care what anybody that's says. That's
0: exactly what it is. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, people, any, anybody. Here's the thing. I don't understand how people can tell you on one hand, the type of people who believe this crap, they believe science. How do you believe science? when the practical, the practical application of a lifestyle is non-scientific. Your science says that the survival <laughs> of the fittest is the rule of the world, it's the rule of science.
0: I mean, all you need is some Legos and y'all to be able to figure this out. <laughs> right,
1: right, 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 right. You can't, you can't survive if you ain't reproducing. So if, if, if there's a gene, if there's a gene that naturally makes you unable to reproduce by preference, if that gene does exist, it's not, co- it's not conducive to society, To, 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 to sci- scientifically not conducive to survival. So what would happen is that gene would be breaded out. You, you, would, you would get rid of that gene. And only producers would, of course, remain, because that's how you propagate the species. That's why when folks tell me, about, I believe in science, oh, first of all, science is not a faith walk. You don't believe in science. <laughs>
0: Science is not a faith walk. Right.
1: Science is not That's a faith a, that walk. That should
0: be a whole nother show. That's a whole nother You, know,
1: you don't believe the science. You don't believe. You, know, you believe in God. You don't believe science. Science is what it is. The earth, is, the earth is, I'm standing on solid ground right now. How do I know it's solid? Because scientifically, I have gone through the scientific method to prove that it's, it's, it's solid. I stepped on it. I'm experiencing solid ground. Therefore, it is solid. It, it's not a faith walk. You, 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 you're, not, you're, not, you're not hoping for things, and you're not producing evidence. For these cats, uh, science is a new type of faith. It literally is the substance of things hoped for. They hope there's a gene that makes somebody homosexual. The evidence of things not seen. They present evidence that ain't there to prove what ain't there. But anyway, Marva, it's time to go. We've, uh, we've been I, on we on ain't grown to the scripture. We ain't talk about the scripture. We ain't talk about the Bible. Not one time today. We there.
0: There is no scripture. There is no scripture text for this sermon today.
1: But you and you know what you know what I wanted to talk about today so bad we didn't get to. Talk. I wanted to talk about. I was trying to get there, but I couldn't get there. I was trying to talk about these new abortion laws that they passed in the way you can kill a baby up to nine months. I want to talk about that so bad, but but we no gonna get word. we not get to that. We can't do it today. We got to go. Yeah, we got to go. let that one ride. I am Oh, we are coming back to it, though. We are coming back to it. We co- listen, mama, listen, listen. Look. I'll give You know you... if
0: I had gotten married when I was younger, I'd have had a house full of children. Well, I always I, was, I, I always wanted a big family cuz I was yeah, the only I child. I'm the only lit. child,
1: though. So. I know you would you would you would have had a you would have had a litter. You, you know litter. what? You know what? It's time for you to get off of that I, treadmill. <laughs> I, I, I would not, I would not have met you till you made supervisor. I would have met, I would have met supervisor Marvin. Ten years from now, we're like Marvin, Missionary Marvin. I see you around. How you doing? Oh, look at you. Are you with your grandbabies? Are these your grandbabies? Your great grandbabies. My God. <laughs> Lord you know Jesus.
0: What? supervisor? <laughs> Yeah, I, that was what because see, all of my friends had a bunch of sisters and brothers, and I was like an only child. So, being an only child is a, is I think I think that's why I have a lot of the views about family that I have. Um, because if I don't marry into a family, you know, it's just like me and my kids. Um, but I always you know wanted when when I was younger, you know, I always wanted to have a lot of kids. Now I'm not having no children. If I have
1: a child now, I'm going to jump off the steps. I'm not, well, I'm not going to, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to comment on that. I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing to say smart about that. Smart
0: man, you are a smart man.
1: I just, I just think you, you just just stay in the realm of reality. You won't have to worry about these things. Talk about <laughs> having children
0: and things. Lord help us today. Yeah, I'm mm. not trying to at this point. i I'll. Mm. Look, I'll babysit, and I love on the babies and, and send them back home at this point. But uh, um, uh, I think I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to carry a car seat around right
1: now. Well, no, you shouldn't be. Speaking of I, which, how, how, how's that boy of yours doing?
0: Oh, they have started supreme practice. And so now I'm back into trying to figure out how to keep from dragging dirt all in my house.
1: Well, you know, he's a boy. That's what they do.
0: No, but I mean, because I've got to find a place. I've got to find a, something for his cleats because they get full of dirt. And then I have beige interior in my car, so I need to go get some plastic or something. And then he wants to get all offended that I want him to sit on towels and plastic in my car. I'm like, dude, you've been out. out in the grass and the dirt. <laughs>
1: time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. I just want you to hear what you just said. Yeah. As context to the argument I was making earlier. About how men are just different. Just hear what you just said about having beige interior and all this on your carpet, and realize he don't give two cares about that. He,
0: he does not care at all, ever. It is ever. not it his is, not his concern. It is so not his concern, and he's not looking at, at me like.
1: What is your problem? so
0: I mean, he exactly. didn't even. What's your problem? Is soul. I'm like son, you know you
1: got ants on your clothes. Shake your clothes off. He's like, okay. okay. I got ants in my pants. So you
0: talking, you're talking about. I mean, yeah, he, it's just not that. It's just he he could care less. Literally, could
1: care less. That's 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 kind of part of it. All right. Anyway, let's be done. Let's be done. It's good. Let's go home. Let's let's go, Marvin. I've been on this treadmill long enough.
0: All right. Well, you,
1: I, I have lost I've lost five five more pounds doing pretty good, good know, last, last year my goal was to lose 20 pounds and I had lost I got I lost 15 then I had a sinus condition and the doctor put me on prednisone oh, okay. <sighs> so what happened was I took prednisone for a little bit and I said wait a second I'm getting fat So I just told him, I said, hey, doc, I'm not taking the steroid stuff no more. I'm done with that. Done with that. He said, well, you have to take the steroid because of the medicine. I said, look, if the medicine is going to kill me, if I don't take the steroid, I'm just going to have to die. I'm not taking this prednisol. It's not working. It's not that crucial, Mr. Hall. If it's not that crucial, that's all I need to know. I'm not taking
0: (laughs) it. Yeah. um, I had some similar um, issue. I was on some, some medication earlier, and I it. I've done it, taking this medicine before, and I always gain about 25 pounds, 30 pounds every time I take it. So now I got to get back, right? Because summer's coming, and I'm going to the beach. Cause I roll like that. So soon as <laughs> soon as I really want to go hiking, like I want to go hiking before everybody, all the animals have their babies. Cause you know that's the worst time to go. In case anybody cares about hiking You don't ever go in the spring Which is when everybody wants to jump out there I'm from the city Well, so let me just tell you Don't go hiking in the spring Because that's when all of the creatures Have their new babies Which means every creature is In high aggression mode Because they're protecting their family So that's really, you know, it's all pretty And everything, but that's the worst time to go
1: I will take your advice On that (laughs) and
0: <laughs> so you are gonna stay on the cement and not have these problems?
1: <laughs> That's right. If I stay where I'm at, I won't even have that issue. Thank God.
0: Right. Yeah. So I that you know what? That's a prerequisite for me. Is is a, I can't have somebody in my life that don't want to go nowhere and do nothing. Well, because I like okay. to go and do too much.
1: That's so, that. Well, we we gonna, we gonna pray that the Lord sends you
0: testosterone. A,
1: a man <laughs> All right, may the Lord watch. Not
0: a scared of, not scared of bees and bugs. Between
1: me and thee, <laughs> While we absent?
0: One, from, one another. from
1: another. This we ask in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Have All a good
1: one. Take care, Mama. Bye. Bye.